I'm Jimmy. And I'm Shannon, and we're the Rats. And we're in our 19th year of marriage. And while we certainly don't know it all and we're still learning, we figured out a few things along the way. This podcast is all about helping families go further. Each week, we're going to focus on four ideas centered around one important topic. These ideas have helped us improve, and we want to share them with you. Welcome to Figuring Our Four. And today's discussion is all about balance. Man, I don't know about you, but it seems like the older I get, the worse my balance is. It's like something just threw my equilibrium off. I remember when I was younger... Do you remember this? Like, I could jump on the trampoline. I could do, like, ten backflips in a row. I remember that. You, okay. you don't remember that? Mm-hmm. Oh, I was so good at it. And then it was like, one day I turned 30, and I was out on the trampoline. I was like, I wonder if I can still do a backflip. And you know what the answer is? The answer is no. Absolutely not. I about broke my neck. It was not a good experience. I remember that day. Yeah. It was so, awful. Not good balance. But we're not talking about physical, standing on your own two feet right now. Oh, okay. Not physically balancing. Not physical no, balance. This is a um, balance... And what you need to make life work to keep everything kind of moving in the right direction, like balancing the kids, the house, work, money, all those things that happen on a day-to-day basis. And if you think about it, it seems like the older we get, the harder and harder it is really to maintain that balance. Like I remember when the girls were young and we were just like changing diapers and not sleeping, we were like, this is so hard. But then they got to middle school and the grades and the hormones and then we were like, this is hard. This is hard. Yes. And now we're in the phase of driving with, say, you know, worrying about is she getting somewhere safe? And now we're worried about college. Yeah, this is hard. All right. So the point is, really, is um, it never really gets easier to maintain the balance. And it's just different for each day. So, like, instead of juggling those three balls that they threw at you, and now they're, like, throwing some bowling pins in there. You're still juggling. It's just different now. And then sometimes even they'll be like, hey, here's a unicycle. That should make things a little bit interesting. Speaking of unicycle, remember that time that I wanted to buy you a unicycle for your birthday? (laughs) (laughs) I do remember that. I I completely forgot about that. This is so off topic, but I just remember this. Yeah. Because I was so excited about it. Like, I could not believe that I had thought of the best idea to get you a unicycle. But then, for whatever reason, I decided not to. But then I told you about it, and I thought you were going to be so excited and so bummed that I did not get you the unicycle. And then you were like, actually, that's the dumbest gift I've ever (laughs) I don't think I would have liked the unicycle. Why would you want to buy me a unicycle? (laughs) But I I can juggle, so I could have juggled on a unicycle. I know. That's what I thought. It could have been a side gig. I was perfect your circus act. there you go. (laughs) Your side gig. Jeez. (laughs) Anyway, anyway, so sometimes it can get really overwhelming, right? When you're trying to juggle the bowling pins and the balls and the unicycles and whatever else gets thrown into the mix. So we really thought this would be a great time to do this podcast because we're right here at the beginning of a new school year and everything's kind of ramping up. We've got we've got one child who's beginning her last year of high school, and I can't even talk about that without getting all emotional, so I won't. And then we've got one who's in her last year of middle school, and again, can't talk about that either, or get all emotional. But we've started all the homework back at night. We've got school recitals and projects and plays and open houses. We've got, I mean, we've just, all of this stuff going on. We're driving all over town, getting them to where they need to go. And that's just the girls. That's not even talking about what we've got going on with our job and with the church. And sometimes, seriously, it just gets so overwhelming. Yeah, and there's this good verse that always gets me through those stressful, unbalanced times in life. And it comes from 1 Peter 5, 7, and it says this, Cast all your anxiety on him because he cares about you. And, and this is so comforting because I carry a lot of anxiety. Yes, Shannon will tell you. I stress all the time about everything. It doesn't help that I drink a lot of caffeine either. Uh, but anyway, it's comforting 
Because I know that I have a God that knows me, that he created me, and he cares for me. You know, there's another piece of scripture also that says that how God knows the very numbers of hairs we have on our head, right? That's just a way of saying that he knows every detail of our life. He cares that much about us. Um, I wanted to jump in here really yeah. quick too, just to say, because I was also, when we were talking about this, I was reading a devotional the other day. And um, one of the things that really spoke to me was the prayer at the end. Um, and she, the lady that was writing it, she just prayed. Um, this is what she said. I will trust what I don't know to the one who knows it all. And I just, that simple prayer had such an impact on me that day, that morning, just because speaking of balance and how quickly we can just yeah, let ourselves get overwhelmed. Yeah. Um, it was just such a blessing because it was like, he reminded me that he already knows our day and he knows our plans and our worries and our fears and all of that. And so anyway, I just, yeah, like, no, that's great. See, I, I, I think. What you're getting at, what we're getting at in this podcast is I think God wants us to be balanced, to trust in Him, um, so that our lives can be lived to the fullest, so that we can bring Him glory. So here's a few things that we figured out when it comes to being balanced. Um, Let's start with time. Number one, time. Um, Let's start with finding balance within our schedules. And this is so hard. I mean, take this week, for example. Each night this week, we've had something going on. We celebrated our 19th anniversary together, which was awesome. So fun. Yeah, we had a tennis match with the church league. We had a viewing to attend. We had a dinner party another night. We had to run to America's to see my brother one last time before he's moving to Las Vegas, which is just crazy. We had a youth worship service to, you know, be a part of and to produce. I sat down on the couch one night and Savannah actually said, y'all have been gone a lot. And it's interesting to hear her say that in that she kind of notices it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and usually I think Shannon and I are really good at balancing our time, but sometimes, honestly, it gets away from us. And, and when it does, I'm always reminded of something I heard Andy Stanley say a while back. Um, let me set this up because this was so formative to us in our early years. I, and I heard this about, I don't know, it was about 10 to 12, maybe 15 years ago. It was a while back. Yeah. yeah, the very first time I ever heard him speak, his sermon was titled this, Who Are You Going to Cheat? And the premise was great. Um, something is going to get cheated in life when it comes to your time. You can't do everything. So his point was, don't cheat your family. Don't do it. Now, I loved the message, but I didn't apply it. Um, I just went through, t- nothing really changed. I was like, great message. Just went back to the old, you know, way of living. Um, the second time I heard Andy Stanley preach was about a year later. And I was so excited because we actually got to go to North Point Church this time. And we kind of walked in late. I remember this. And we had to sit on the side of the sanctuary. And I didn't have a really good line of sight to see Andy. And so I was a little upset. And I looked at Shannon. Service had already started. Everybody's sitting down. I was Service like, Service had started. Yes. I was like, We've got to move. I've got to be able to see him. And she was like, No, I'm not moving. Don't make me move. And y'all, I pitched a hissy fit right there in the middle of North Point Church. I'm not proud of it, but I did it. I even stomped my foot, crossed my arms, and like we turned my head. We had to move because everybody was staring at us. <laughs> we did. We moved. And the funny thing is we moved up to the balcony, and the only two seats left were right behind a pole. So God was like, I'm going to teach you a lesson. You're going to have to sit there and look around a pole for the entire sermon. You better behave yourself. But it, it was so great because the second time I ever heard him speak, guess what? It was the same message a year later. It was, who are you going to cheat? And I thought, no way. This is this has got to be God kind of trying to tell me something. Because here's the deal. Wait, real quick. Yeah. 
I want to say because for I think for me this was huge because soon after this I remember like really noticing like the shift in attitude for you like from balancing work and home and like how you really kind of took this to heart because I know like in the beginning of our marriage like we were kind of headed down this slippery slope a little bit like that was a lot of our arguments Mm -hmm. was finding that balance for us with work and home because I mean church can be consuming and ministry can be consuming and so um that was really like where we struggled a little bit with finding that balance and so um, as soon as you decided, okay, I'm going to take this to heart and really make this a priority for us. Like, I mean, that was, that had such a huge positive impact on us. Absolutely. Our, on it was marriage. just, and it was really just kind of opening up communication and saying, you know, what do you think about this and the plans and everything mm-hmm. that we were making yeah. at church and everything that was going on. But here's the deal. What Andy said is that there's always someone better than you at your work. Um, you're, you're replaceable in every part of, you know, your life outside of the family. Okay, there's always somebody better than you than your in your hobbies. There's you're not as good as you think you are, but you're the only husband, you're the only wife, you're the only father, you're only you're the only mother that your children have. So don't cheat them out of the time they deserve. So to wrap all this up, we're kind of spending a lot of time on point number one, but it's so important to us. Is what would it take to balance your time a bit and be more present? What's one thing you could cut out of your schedule so that you can make more time to be with your spouse, with the kids, to have a more balanced family life. So, yeah, that's point number one, being balanced with time. Uh, point number two is being balanced with money. Yeah, another thing that we think is absolutely so important in order to have that balanced life is being balanced with your finances. Um, and this is uh, kind of fun because Jimmy and I really balance each other out so well on this. We've already said before, I'm the spender. I claim that. He's the saver. I think it's always good, you know, when you're in marriage to have one and the other. Because other that way you're balanced, yeah, right? Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. <laughs> so Two extremes. Um, we didn't start out this way, though. Um, because when we first started our marriage, Jimmy was like, I'm going to take care of the bills. I'm the man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, th- you I know, got to have a briefcase. I'm going to write all the checks. <laughs> I, think, I think this was something that's just kind of like this manly instinct to take over. Because I remember my dad every Saturday morning bringing the checks out to the you know table and like sitting out and paying all the bills so yeah, whatever because um also to note <laughs> i had a degree in accounting yes. and he's like i'm gonna handle the finances that's right that's funny that lasted about three months because yeah, you terrible. can only get so many balance checks yes before no. you have no money left whatsoever and then the bank is like credit score to was like terrible. repossess your belongings <laughs> yes <laughs> and when we started out we were really really poor all right, so really, that did not last very long. And it wasn't very long until I took over the bills, which was the smart way and the way we should have started out to begin with, but we didn't. Anyway, so now the way we do it and the way we found balance is Jimmy started a savings account, and that's how we found our balance. We follow, we really like the Dave Ramsey approach, which is the 10 10 80 approach. Make sure I'm saying that right. And how that works is we make sure we give 10% to the church. Of course, first, we believe in being good stewards of our money. 10% goes to savings, and then we're able to live off the 80%. Um, and Jimmy, as long as he's got that 10% in his savings account and his little Excel spreadsheet all, you know, lined up <laughs> where it's all going, then he's great. And then I I'm get good. the 80% to, like, you know, apparently I live extravagantly off the 80%, like, pay the house bill and, and the girl's <laughs> needs and all that. And then I get my $5 allowance to do what I want to with it. That's so, <laughs> so I'm happy. And he's not all in, like, hey, where'd you spend that $5? Because I can do with it what I want to. It's mine. So that's how we balance each other out. 
Um, now, one of the things that can really cause you to get out of balance with your finances is if you end up with a lot of debt. And um, early on in our marriage, it was kind of the same way. We we kind of woke up morning and realized we had, kinda, a, lot of credit card had debt. a lot of credit card debt. Credit card debt. Um, but one of the things that helped us was something that they call the debt snowball, and that's another one of Dave Ramsey's approach. And what that basically is, is you kind of take your debt and divide it into the different amounts, and you start with that smallest amount, you work to pay that off, and then when you do, you put the money that you were putting towards that, towards your next amount, and then you work to pay that off, and it just kind of snowballs till you get it all paid off. And the reason that works is because sometimes you can look at that largest amount and feel like you're just making those minimal payments and you're not really getting anywhere, so you get overwhelmed. Um, but if you're able to start with that smallest amount, get that paid off, and then work yeah. towards the bigger, then you kind of build up that momentum, feel yeah. like you're getting somewhere. And Small it's victories really those, bring great yeah. momentum, yeah. There you go, another tagline. There you go. <laughs> We're going to make you a t-shirt. <laughs> Jimmy's tagline. There you go. <laughs> um, so anyway, we were able to pay off our debt when we were um, actually the poorest time of our marriage. Right. We were very poor to begin with, and we will probably do a podcast on that subject. Yeah. <laughs> How to survive. <laughs> um, but anyway, it can be done. You just got to have a plan and be willing to kind of figure out how to make make it balanced and, and make it work. So... Finding balance with money could be having a plan with how to spend it, how much to give, how much to save, but you just want to make sure that you have that plan. Yes, so finding balance with finances. Uh, The third thing that we need to find balance with is in our faith. And this is an important part of who we are um, as Christians. Uh, We believe that the stronger your relationship is with Christ, the better life is going to be. I mean, not saying that life is going to be all rainbows and lollipops, although I do enjoy a good lollipop. Um... Life is still hard. Well, I like a good rainbow. Yeah. (laughs) But everything's easier to deal with when I'm closer to Christ. And so it's important to find that right balance of spending time with God. How that happens for us is each morning we grab our coffee and then we head off to our separate areas for devotional time. And I'm normally in the den. Not in the kitchen. Shan's in the kitchen. And I'm reading through the book of Nehemiah and she's studying the book of Job. And then when I'm done with a, a little bit of devotional time, I'll head outside to do some prayer. And I kind of like being outside for prayer for two reasons. One, there's there's just something about being in God's creation that really kind of helps me focus a little bit. And number two, I'm just too ADD to sit down for too long. Um, i got to be kind of up and moving. And all of that kind of brings up a good point. Please know that when I say that I'm studying Nehemiah as a preacher, I'm not studying the Greek for an hour, okay? This is like 10 to 15 minutes of reading and taking notes. And my prayers, when I'm praying, I'm not locked upstairs in a room for an hour. I'm I'm outside having a stroll, just enjoying the time that I have with God. And the reason I bring that up is because sometimes we have such lofty goals when it comes to our faith and trying to balance that time with God that we're like, I can barely find time to put gas in my car, Shannon. Um, (laughs) You know, how am I going to work an hour of prayer in every day, right? And that just kind of discourages us from even trying. So that my point is just do whatever works for you. Yeah, like, okay, so for me, like he mentioned, I was studying Job. And so kind of what works for me is I have found a couple of amazing apps that I've downloaded on my phone, and they're great devotional tools. And so, I, like, there's one that I'm using to kind of read through the Bible in a year type thing, and there's one that does, like, daily devotionals, and then we're kind of working through Job on that one. And so it's so convenient, like, so that even if I get distracted during that morning time, I can pick up later in the afternoon, because let's face it, we always have our phones with us, like, 
right, you know, you just never without your phone. So I kind of feel like I'm never without my Bible. There you go. So there's really no excuse as far as that goes. I mean, you know, finding that time to just, even if it's just five minutes, you know, you can find five minutes. And as far as like my prayer time, I'm a little bit different from Jimmy. Like I definitely like to start that morning prayer, like, um, with God, but I never really end my morning prayer with an amen because mine is just like this ongoing conversation with God. It's kind of like, okay, God, I'll catch you back in 20 minutes or so. And so, you know, I'll be driving in the car and it's like, turn the music off. And that is really time for us to kind of, you know, that's such a good out. point. <laughs> yes. That's awesome. Um, and so then, you know, we'll pick up later. So then at the end of the day, I'm like, okay, God, you know, great time today. Let's of, do it again. A lot tomorrow. of talking. Amen. We'll do it again. <laughs> But you're right. It's so important to find that balance between your busy schedule and just making time. For, yeah, with and that. I just all that to say, everybody's different. So it's it's just important to find what is going to work for you. And right. you don't have to feel like okay, I got to get it in this hour of prayer time. Like it can really be. Yeah, don't stress two about two minutes. It. Right. You know, when I think of say, I can say a quick prayer for her, and that yeah. works. Like absolutely. Or a quick prayer for you Good. and for Abby and for me and yeah, everybody else in my life. Perfect. That I love and pray for daily. Good. Okay. I'm done with that. (laughs) All right, so point number four, and absolutely probably the most important point of finding balance in your life is to make sure you find fun and balance fun into your daily life. Um, Because sometimes we can get so busy and we put all of this stuff in our schedule that we think is going to bring us joy and happiness, and then it ends up like really stressing us out, and we're like, I thought this little league game was going to be fun or, you know, whatever. We, we ended up making it a stressful event and not a fun event. Yeah. So there's a couple of things that we have thought about as far as balancing fun in your schedules. And a couple of points. You really have to make sure you plan for it. And that is just make it a priority and put it on the calendar and just kind of guard that. Same thing like what we talked about when we talked about date nights is um, just kind of make that a priority with your family. Like this summer with the girls, we took a couple of weekends and we were like, you know what? We're going to set these weekends aside. We're going to go to the lake. We really protected that time. We went down there. We had a blast. And it was awesome. We kind of disconnected from everything else. Like, I mean, and we just really spent time together. Ooh, 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 ooh. And this, this coming Labor Day, um, the girls are, they are out of the house right now, but we are surprising them with a the trip. Shh, shh, don't tell them, but they're, we're going to go to Universal. They're not even here. They're, they're gone, so they can't hear okay, us. Good. We're surprising them with a trip to Universal Studios, so we're so excited we're about We're so excited. That. They're yeah. going to be so excited. It's going to be so much but fun. But it's on I the calendar. Wait. We're, we're planning like for counting it. down. Yes. Yeah, so we're planning for it. We're going to get it done. Um, another thing is you really want to think outside the box, kind of like what we were talking about with our date night and the brushes and beverages, our anniversary, I mean, the other night. Um, so that was completely out of the box for us. But that was such a neat time for us just to go out there, do something different. Um, Jimmy had never really painted before in his life. So, of course, that was entertaining to watch. <laughs> like, they they really said, here, um, make this light orange color. And he started with green. <laughs> I had to stop and pause and be like, did you ever take an art class? Like, do you know, like, the primary colors and what you mix to get, like... (laughs) I know how to make brown. Yes. And black. exactly what he made. That's right. If I mix a bunch of colors together, it's going to be brown. (laughs) Should have painted a brown peacock. (laughs) That duck in front of a flower. Got brown petals. (laughs) We'll post post pictures. Um, Okay, so... And then the last thing is to take time for yourself. Yeah. I mean, just make sure 
that you spend some time every now and then just for you. And that's important. And the reason I say that is because I don't know about you, but sometimes I feel guilty um, when I'm outside playing golf or, you know, like when I'm doing something for me, I always feel like, oh, man, I should be doing something, you know, that I should be using these two hours for something else. I should be working on this project. I really should be spending time with Abby because she wants all of our time, you know. But it's kind of like the oxygen mask coming out of the airplane. You know, what they tell you is first put one on you. Um, so that you can take care of your neighbor, whoever's sitting next Wait, to you. Wait, so I should take some time for myself. Yes, you should. Done. <laughs> I know. See, this podcast is going to be beneficial for you. <laughs> but the more you take, the more you take time to care for yourself, the more you're able to care for other people. It's just how it is. With families today, it just seems like life is more chaotic than it was when I was eight, when you were eight, grown up. I was growing up in Reedsville. You're growing up in Cordial, yeah, just small town. small town Georgia. You know, everything is moving so fast today. So. We'd encourage you to just work a bit on balancing. Balance time with your family. Do they know how important they are? Maybe balance your finances. One of the biggest sources of arguments come from money. Um, Balance your faith. Work on taking that time to be with God. The closer you are to Christ, the closer you're going to be to each other. And balance the amount of fun that you're willing to have with your spouse and with your children. So we hope you've enjoyed this podcast. Make sure that you subscribe to Figuring Our Four and don't miss a single episode in season one. We'll see you next time. And I'm studying through Nehemiah, working through Warren Wiersbe's uh, book on Nehemiah. So it's pretty awesome. And you're studying. I am studying. What are you studying? I said I'd get to that later. more on balance our next point is balancing fun fun we love to have fun fun. are you doing you're doing fun okay